Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of cancer, an estimated 1.6 million cases. New cases of cancer will be diagnosed in the United States this year. We're going to talk about battling cancer on many fronts. Bob Mulroy, CEO of Merrimack Pharmaceuticals in Cambridge, Massachusetts, as we continue our special live broadcast ahead of the Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce annual dinner tonight. Let's get back to Bloomberg World Headquarters. Charlie Pell is there with a look at the day's big news. All right. Thank you very much, Kathleen. Thank you, Pim. Uh, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all moving higher right now. S&P 500 index up 21 points, a gain there of 1.1%. Energy producers, industrial shares, banks among the strongest contributors to the rally. Dow Industrials up 1.1%, higher by 190 points. NASDAQ up 49 points, a gain of 1.4%. Last Friday's jobs report spurring speculation. The Federal Reserve will adopt a slower pace in tightening monetary policy. John Cannelly is chief economic strategist at LPL Financial. And he told us he sees two Fed increases this year. I think over time, I think that what the Fed did in March was a good thing. They kind of hit the pause button and said, okay, we were going to do four. We're always going to do two. And I think that deal was kind of cut at the G20 meeting in Shanghai a couple weeks before. That has helped the calm markets over the last two or three months. Uh, but it seems like today even, markets are okay with a stronger dollar and lower oil prices and stocks are up. Emirates Group reporting its first annual sales decline in a decade, highlighting the strains on the world's largest international carrier as it undergoes the breakneck expansion of its Dubai hub. Emirates says it's under pressure from falling fares, lower bookings from the oil industry, and an uncertain global economic outlook. S&P 500 index up 21 now, a gain of 1.1%. Gold now up 240 the ounce to 12.68, a gain of two tenths of one percent. Crude higher by two. 2.8% up a dollar 22 a barrel to $44.67. It is 232 on Wall Street now. Let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey in Asensio. Speaking today during a roundtable discussion on the crisis in the Middle East, Florida Senator Marco Rubio took a swipe at Donald Trump's NATO policy. It's a lot easier to say, for example, you know, let's not why, why do we give why do we give all this money to NATO and these other people that we're protecting do not? And um, it's easier to say that than to explain what would happen if you didn't. And so that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. I just think it takes time. Rubio dropped out of the race for the White House in March after losing the primary in his home state. The amendment allowing the government to collect records and emails from foreign nationals is up for reauthorization. Elizabeth Goitine from the Brennan Center for Justice says that once the surveillance of a foreigner is approved, every American that person comes into even loose contact with is being watched. The FBI doesn't even need a foreign intelligence purpose to do it. The FBI can search for evidence in criminal cases that have no national security or foreign intelligence component whatsoever. Activists say two airstrikes in a northwestern Syrian town have killed at least 10 people and wounded many more. 
The air raids came hours after a fragile ceasefire in the nearby city of Aleppo was extended for the third time for 48 hours. And the NYPD is looking for a woman in connection with the theft of a $35,000 diamond ring. Police say a man invited a woman he had just met up to his hotel room inside the Standard Hotel on Washington Street. In the morning, the woman and the ring were gone. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks are trading higher. S&P 500 index up 21 points to 2,080, a gain of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Tim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. This is Taking Stock, broadcasting live from the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center before tonight's Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce 2016 annual meeting. Now for some sobering news. The United States will spend about $125 billion this year on cancer care. 1.6 to maybe 1.7 million new cases of cancer will be reported this year. Cancer is a big deal for everyone. Here to help us understand the battle against cancer is Bob Mulroy. He is the chief executive of Merrimack Pharmaceuticals. They're based in Cambridge, Mass. Mr. Mulroy, thank you very much for joining us today. Well, it's great to be here. Tell people who have not been paying attention to Merrimack and your oncology and cancer work about the company and how you're building almost a system of building blocks to fight cancer. So Merrimack is a company that came out of MIT and Harvard, and uh, we use all the engineering technologies that MIT has developed over the years to look at really complex systems. And one of the things we see in cancer, especially late-stage cancer, is cancers aren't driven by any one component anymore. They're multidimensional. And so we use all of the systems dynamics technology that come out of MIT to try and understand cancer as a multidimensional problem and then create solutions that address all of those dimensions. So that's Merrimack's core. What we've got out of it now is 15 different drug programs. Our first is now approved, and we have that really rare thing in biotech is that we now have two more drugs lined up in registration studies reporting next year and the following year. So we're now at a point of really robust uh, productivity from the research it's created a really wonderful opportunity to address some serious cancers. For many people who've been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, particularly if it's metastasized, it's it's all but it's you know they, you, doctors will tell you very little odds of survival, right? That is one of your big drugs right now. You've been making progress with that. Tell us about that and 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 how, what kind of success you're having? What hope you have for the future? So, uh, Onavide is is our first drug, and that was approved last year by the US FDA. And it's in a registration program all around the globe now to hopefully be approved to be used worldwide. And Onavibe was designed to treat pancreatic cancer where our systems technologies had suggested the big problem with pancreatic cancer and the reason why we've had so few drugs approved and had very low, low and slow progress treating the disease was that the tumors have almost a wall around them and it's hard to get drug inside that wall. So we created a drug that actually uses some immune cells as a, as a taxi to traffic the drug in through that wall, get inside the tumor, and have an effect. And what we saw was uh, a significant increase in overall survival in patients who haven't had a new therapy uh, in over 
uh, 30 years, just the third new drug approved in pancreatic cancer. And now we have the opportunity to make it available to patients all across the United States. And it's, it's a really exciting time for that. Let's talk a little business for just a moment because you've made a transition in the company, as you alluded to, from a biotech research company to a commercial company. Now, maybe investors who bought in at the very beginning, they wanted a biotech research company. How do you make that transition on the shareholder base, but also how have you changed your view of whether that transition really was what you wanted or what you are happy to get out of it now? So we're, we're thrilled to be commercial. Only only 3% of all biotechs that start actually get a drug approved. It's a very hard thing to do. And so to be there is a great thing. But I think what we're trying to do as a company, and we've tried to communicate to shareholders, is the point you made at the outset, is that treating these late-stage cancers, you need a series of building blocks. You need a whole series of components. And Onovai gives us one piece to that, and the drugs that we're developing are other components where we hope to not just increase overall survival by 50%, but by multiple fold, and actually get to that magical cure word someday by addressing these multiple components of these tumors. And so really that's the business model, is, is to build these multiple components, be able to use them in the right combinations in patients to get really significant survival outcomes you know, not, not not small increases. And, of course, for, for biotech companies in the industry to survive, you have to make money, right? So if you get this big smash hit of a drug, you save lives. That's the most important thing, and you can make money. You've got a, a drug in the works targeting uh, breast cancer, breast cancers that have not responded to their treatments. Also, a treatment for non-small cell lung cancer, which is a real aggressive one as well. Give me one example of what kind of investment you have to put into it, but then what kind of what kind of reward, what kind of return you can get on these things? So, you know, historically, uh, you know, if you look at the industry as a whole, it, it takes up to three to five billion dollars to get one drug approved, depending on you know what source you want to look at. So, there are enormous amounts of money. One of the reasons Merrimack was founded is because using all of this computing technology and, and engineering analysis at MIT. Um, we've reduced that by orders of magnitude. And that um, the key is if you can re- increase the probability of success. Uh, historically, only seven of 100 drugs that go into cancer clinical trials get approved. And that's really poor odds, and it speaks to the complexity of the disease. If you could improve that success rate by just 10%, you cut the cost of new medicines in half. So globally, we're talking about a major, major health problem. We're all concerned about the price of drugs. The route through it we see is really through innovation in, in better success rates and more precise targeted medicines that increase that success rate, lower the cost of producing the drugs, and lower the cost of health care for all of us. Bob Mulroy, thank you so very much for joining us today. He's the CEO of Merrimack Pharmaceuticals based in Cambridge, Mass., as we continue our live broadcast at the Boston Convention and Ex- Exhibition Center. This is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Benzel Bush Motor Car in Englewood, New Jersey, offering a commitment to service, luxury, and value with total transparency from America's premier automotive dealership. To find the way you drive at BenzelBush.com.